This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you for joining us this Monday morning. It is June the 13th and uh, we're going to get a look at the weather here in just a few minutes. I'll I'll bet it's going to be hot. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a lot coming up, including a true crime report that we will have later this morning. So stand by for a Monday morning true crime report on the way. Justin Bieber is having a, what sounds like a pretty serious health emergency, as in half of his face is paralyzed. Oh, yeah. And I I heard that story, like, right before the weekend, and I thought, ah, it's Bell's palsy. I had Bell's palsy once. You did? Yeah, like when I was a kid. And it's... uh, and look, I, I don't want to say anything's not serious. I'm sure some people have had some real problems, but it was very temporary. But this uh, condition that Justin Bieber has is something different from Bell's palsy and uh, reportedly much, much more serious. Uh. So uh, going to hear from Bieber coming up later. We got that on the way. Uh, let's spend a moment and review what we have uh, coming up on Entertainment News. Joanna Barba brings us the entertainment news every mm-hmm. day. So, Joanna, what are we working on? Spider-Man No Way Home is returning to theaters with added footage to uh, make your summer a lot cooler. Does it give an indication of what the what kind of... Like, what the scenes are that are going to be added. It just says added and extended scenes, not part of the original version that debuted in December. Okay. I went to see uh, Jurassic World. Oh, you did. Took my nephew and my daughter to see Jurassic World on Saturday. Not uh, not great. No, no. I don't know what kind of reviews it's getting, but I can remember it's one of those not where it's great. Like, <laughs> where it's like, <clears throat> like I check the time and it's like, oh my god, there's probably another hour of this left. Oh no! <laughs> and it's at that point where I start to get glad that that they now serve alcohol at movie theaters because the only <laughs> thing that got me through the last, I want to say, hour and a half of Jurassic World was that I could drink some Stella Artois. <laughs> what do you mean? How can you go wrong with Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, Lena Dunn, Lena Dern? Laura Dern. Laura Dern? Are you talking about Sorry. screen legend yeah. Laura Dern? I know. How could you go wrong with all of the, the characters coming back? I, I say, that to me, I say this is a criticism, and other people might hear it and think, oh, I like these kind of movies, which, listen, that's fine. It's one of those movies where I feel like I'm watching somebody play a video game. Oh, they've got to run to the chopper, then they got to get in. <laughs> oh, quick, use the torches. Oh, you got to do the, you know. <laughs> it just seems like we're, you're going through a video game play more than it's an actual compelling story. And I guess I'm one of the, I'm the type of person who, you you just can't 
keep impressing me with with more action. It's like, oh, and of course, here's what happens. Uh, they got dinosaurs. I don't know if you've heard, but Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World has dinosaurs. But there's always <laughs> something that's been genetically modified to make them even more dangerous. Yeah. So, yeah. There's, they never learn their lessons, do they? <laughs> After I, one six thing, movies. One thing I will you say. You think that they'd was, learn. Maybe we shouldn't make dinosaurs more dangerous. Their scientists were too preoccupied with. No, I can't finish the quote. I'll come back to that one. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was the quote? It's where he's like, your scientists were so preoccupied with. Whether Can they, they do could. it? They didn't stop to ask, yes, should we? Exactly. There we go. <laughs> that quote. <laughs> It took me like, uh, I don't know, 45 minutes into the movie, but I figured out the bad guy is Dodgson from the original Jurassic Park. Okay. Which one is Dodgson? Dodgson! We have Dodgson here! Dodgson! See? See? Nobody Nobody cares. cares. Oh, he's the bad guy in this one? The one who Wayne yeah. Newton gets the arrow. Well, he was trying to Wayne steal Newton? the... Wayne Newton? Uh, Wayne uh, <laughs> Wayne Knight. Sorry. <laughs> Wayne Newton. Newman. Newman. There you go. I was probably com- combining, <laughs> conflating Wayne Knight and Newman. Yes. Newman was smuggling. That sounds like a great villain. Bringing back the guy that was originally trying to steal the dinosaur eggs and from the very first movie. He's the he's same ca- thing here? He, when, no, he's already like a gazillionaire. So he's almost like a Steve Jobs type in this movie. Oh. Like super world famous and... Has a bunch of the patents on dinosaur tech. Ooh. Uh, not 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 a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a look at El Paso's <laughs> weather, and it is brought to you by Wet and Wild. Mostly sunny today, 105 for the high temperature. We are going to have a little chance of rain, though, in the afternoon forecast. So sometime around noon today. Ooh, that'll be nice. And then throughout the afternoon, look for about a 15 to 20% chance of some rain, which could cool things off. Uh, But otherwise, 105. By the way, we have been uh, setting record temperatures the past few days. So it was hot right now, and it's six in the morning. (laughs) Right. It's already like 85 degrees outside. (laughs) The sun's not even up all the way. Uh, overnight lows going to be 80, and then for tomorrow, 102. We're going to continue those warm temperatures through the week, 102 on Wednesday. And then about Thursday, we're seeing another little chance of rain, uh, 10%, no more than that, for Thursday and Friday, and things will cool down into the upper 90s. So uh, 105 today, 102 tomorrow, and 102 on uh, Wednesday, but a little chance of Rain later this afternoon. El Paso weather brought to you by Wet n Wild. Right now, Wet n Wild season passes are on sale for just $59.99 plus tax, and they're available at all Area Circle K stores or online at wetwild.com. That's wetwild.com. It is going to be a hot summer, so make your Wet n Wild plans early. Get the best spots and the best deals on tickets at any Area Circle K. Nico, what do you think uh, we're going to be talking about in uh, news? What kind of news headlines are we going to be hitting today? Well, I hear Justin Bieber's face isn't doing too uh, great. Did you hear that on your way in? <laughs> no, that was my top story. Come on. 
<laughs> is there any? I never knew you had Bell's palsy. <laughs> oh yeah, and I was trying to tell my mom, and she thought I was faking. <laughs> I remember it happened in the back of the car on the way to my grandma's, and I must have been like eleven. All right, ten or eleven, and all of a sudden I noticed like here's here's something I can do, I can flare my nostrils. <laughs> but look, get a load of this. With Bell's palsy, only one nostril would flare. The other side of the face, nothing. Oh, I no. could only smile with half of my face. Any expression, I couldn't do it on this side of the face. And, <laughs> and your mom thought you were faking it. I was freaked up. <laughs> Ow. Ma, just stop acting such a silly boy. Oh, oh. Mike, stop it. And I was like, what my face and it stayed that way for like 24 hours. At any point, did you go, hey, you guys? <laughs> now, this would have been before Goonies hit <laughs> theaters. <but. laughs> well, uh, we are still hearing uh, uh, results from the January 6th committee. We're hearing uh, uh, the congressmen say that they're still going to be showing more evidence. Uh, for example, they're going to say that they... Uh, can prove lawmakers, Republican lawmakers who were at the January 6th riots, sought pardons from Donald Trump right afterwards. Right. So if if they didn't think they were doing anything wrong, if everything that they were doing was above board, why did they go seeking out pardons from then-President uh, Trump? It is an interesting development. It looks like they didn't it looks like they didn't show all their cards at the, the January 6th committee, that they might be holding some stuff back. Uh, yeah, I would imagine that's probably the case. Game five of the NBA Finals is tonight on ABC, and it begins 7 o'clock El Paso time. The Golden State Warriors host the Boston Celtics, and the series is tied two games apiece going into the game tonight. And uh, starting today, there's a Netflix special with Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson presents The Best Friends. That is on uh, Netflix, and it is a stand-up special. And speaking of Jurassic World, Dominion knocked Top Gun Maverick off the top of the box office heap by <sighs> taking in $143.4 million. It was, uh, I didn't think it was great. In fact, if it hadn't been for <clears throat> beer, I just think I might have napped. Which one was better, uh, Top Gun or Jurassic World? Well, Top Gun was a... I mean, Top Gun was a was a good movie. I never said Top Gun wasn't a good movie. I just said... Mm, okay. I said it was okay. You said it was okay. Yeah. But, yeah. So uh, Top Gun was better than <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic World. The national average for gas hit $5 a gallon for the uh. first time. This happened on Saturday. And uh, it's the highest it's ever been. If you factor in inflation, the highest gas has ever been was in 2008. That summer, it peaked at $4.11, but that was 2008 money, which would be the equivalent of about $5.40 today. So if gas prices go up another 10%, which people, uh, experts, are saying is likely, we'll, we'll pass that mark as well. But uh, $5 a gallon Ugh. for the first time in history. We got a lot of ground to cover. We've got a lot coming up with a true crime report on the way this morning. We've got entertainment news and a whole lot more as we get underway for this Monday morning. 
And we are so glad that you're along with us today. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. 105 for the high temperature at El Paso today, but starting at around noon, we're going to see at least uh, about a 15% chance of some showers. So uh, a little cloud cover. Still going to get up to 105, but might see some afternoon rain, possibly. It's already like 90 degrees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's the morning. Coming up, we're going to have a true crime report. That's on the way in about 20 minutes. Also, Dr. Okaranza, the uh, county health authority, is going to be on the way a little bit later. What is Dr. O stopping by for today? Uh, He's going to be talking to us about uh, the vector control program that the El Paso City Health Department is putting on and promoting kind of just what the mosquito situation Uh, is going to be like this summer. Mosquito control. All right, Dr. Okaranza is going to be coming by in the 8 a.m. hour this morning. Nico's going to have uh, news headlines in about an hour and a half, so a lot on the show today. Do you remember McDonald's shut down in Russia? Yeah, but didn't they sell it to some Russian guy? Well, they're opening their own version of McDonald's. The Russian-owned successor of McDonald's has opened in Moscow, and its name translates as Tasty Period. <laughs> well, there is a comma in there. Tasty, comma, yeah. period. Right. Period. A couple of weeks ago, a truck with bad brakes spilled 15,000 pounds of hot dog filler all over the road in Pennsylvania. And there is a gross photo of it. So you can see what hot dog filler looks like. So, you know, the fact that your hot dogs are hot dog shape is because they're inside a casing. Right. Also made out of uh, parts. Intestines. Let's just say some part of a pig, I I guess, or cow. It's a sausage casing. It's like a sausage. Yeah. Yeah. But the stuff inside it has been, is this gooey looking. Here, let me just let you take a look at it. That it almost looked gross. like somebody spilled uh, like that pink asbestos, <laughs> you know, that oh my you God, used, yeah. used to put in the. Or it looks like about 4,000 pounds of chewed bubble gum that <laughs> some Ooh, giant does. stuck under his desk. You know what? <laughs> if you watch the TV show Doom Patrol on DC, uh, there's a character. She can't keep her shape oh, the together. Blob the blob woman. lady. Yeah. She look, it looks like the blob lady. <laughs> exactly like so, it. So that's what the stuff that they. If, I guess the next step is they take it someplace and put it, press it into hot dog form. But wasn't there a thing a few years ago where the, like the beef slurry that they used to make hamburger patties? I don't want to say the wrong restaurant. I think it was McDonald's. I thought, yeah, yeah, the pink goo, the pink goo. I think that was that was with their chicken uh, chicken nuggets, though, not their burgers. No, yeah, it was the nuggets. And the nuggets were pink? One well, of the goo was pink the goo. before it gets cooked. I think I've kind of realized from a very early age that the stuff in the hot dogs is probably, you know, you're probably better off not knowing exactly what's in Unless there. Unless it's Hebrew National. Why is that? Oh, it's kosher. It's kosher. kosher. Yeah. 
so they can't have chopped up beaks and crap. I, I guess the beaks, yeah, I guess maybe. they could still have those. <laughs> You know, I was expecting you to do a lot more throwing a hallway down, uh, throwing a hot dog down a hallway type jokes, or just some no, more. How just, would you throw that goop down the hallway? It's on the road. <laughs> Actor David Keckner from The Office and Anchorman was arrested for DUI for the oh, second time man. this year. Oof. That's Champ. Champ Kind and Todd Packer. And Todd Packer. Todd Packer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the first DUI was on New Year's, so he, that's the way that, that I read the story. No <laughs> way was, to start the year. Uh, but this is David Koechner's uh, second DUI. Uh, I think everybody likes that guy. Right? He kind of like acts like he's drunk in every role I've seen him in. <laughs> she has got a big old behind. <laughs> <laughs> Were you watching Anchorman recently? Yeah. Yeah, my daughter and I watched Anchorman. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, latest supply chain shortage is going to be Shriracha. What? What? Shriracha. Shriracha. It's he's a hot tra- sauce. He's trying to pronounce it like it's spelled. Shriracha. It's Sriracha. You know it. You know this. Come this is on. Sriracha. Is this extra R a typo or something? No. The R uh, is silent. One of you guys brought this up last week. I, I did in my news. It. It the company, was a big news story. The company that makes, and you're telling me that it's just Sriracha? Mm-hmm. Is Hu Fong Foods, and they recently told customers <laughs> that they probably won't be able to meet demand this year because of the supply of chili peppers has been tightening due to supply chain issues and poor weather conditions in Mexico. Ugh. Do you remember that one time we ate donuts filled with weird stuff? Did you get the sriracha one? I got the sriracha one, and I've never been able to eat it the same way again. Oh, that sucks. So, yeah, good. So I guess the way... I have the wasabi one, and I've never been able to eat wasabi. Wasabi would have been a tough draw out of that. I can imagine sriracha pretty bad, too. It was bad. I took, like, a big old bite out of it, too, Uh, because I thought... I saw red from the bottom, and I thought, oh, yeah. Jelly. jelly. Nope. Sriracha. Think about our global supply chain. So they use chili peppers from Mexico. Those probably go to... Wherever this food, you know, I'm assuming maybe it's in Asia. I think but it it's could San be Francisco. It could be San Francisco. <laughs> then they turn it into their product, and then they ship it right back. I mean, it's just all of it's so so complicated. There's so many different steps in the supply yeah, chain. Yeah, it's California-based. Huh. Uh, well, anyway, the company that makes Sriracha... Hot Sauce says they've been struggling with chili pepper supply since July 2020. They hope they can resume production as normal. Oh, they have a headquarters in Mexico. Yeah. Hoy Fung Comida. Other shortages that are still in the news include but are not limited to. All right. These are things that there are shortages of. Tampons. Airline pilots. Movie theater popcorn. No. Wheat. Pet food. Nurses. Lifeguards. Rental cars. 
Are they saying that nurses and airline pilots are a part of the supply chain? Because that's not a supply chain issue. <laughs> well... This just says right. shortage, other shortages well, in the news. Shortages. There's it's been the, shortages the, of airline air, airline pilots and nurses for about 15 years, Spe- specifically the nurses. Lifeguards, they were offering like a $1,000 signing bonus, and you didn't have to have any experience this year to work for the city facilities. Did you listen to your own ads on the radio? Because uh, that's what the ad said. Yeah. Did I record the ad? Yeah. No, that's what was playing. You're saying that here in El Paso they were offering a thousand dollars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we we've been playing that ad. Did oh. you do that commercial? I didn't Nico? do that. No. I, I did it. Yeah. Nico did it. See. Uh, no, I can see how we we were talking about supply chain because of sriracha, and then it kind of uh, pivoted. Tampons into make sense. Is that something? Uh, ladies chain. have noticed. That there's a shortage of? Are you asking me? No. <laughs> I think he's asking you, Joanna. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't use tampons, so. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> there were other options, Buzz. Buzz, you just went to the movie theater. Was there any movie theater popcorn issues? Oh, yeah. Or- <laughs> Did you get movie popcorn? No, we went to... Okay, we went to uh, the one at no at Bassett. Oh yeah. So, so we went to David Buster's. Oh nice. Uh, oh, tell cool. me what you think of this. So right. I take my nephew and I take my my daughter. Uh huh. And I get him each a forty five dollar card to play. Wow. And so then we neat. I get you know hamburger, chicken nuggets, and I got nachos or whatever. So when the bill comes out, it's like. Whatever the food was, uh-huh. plus the ninety dollars that we put on the card, and it had a suggested gratuity uh-huh. of the ninety dollars plus the food. Why would I pay a gratuity uh, on the money I gave for, my kids for the money that I get? <laughs> right, that basically you just put it on a card. They suggested that I pay the gratuity, which they suggested at eighteen point eight percent on. The entire thing. Not the food part. Not the food part, but the cards. Combined. The food part and, and the cards combined. And the cards com- combined. And the cards oh, combined. so it included the food, too. Yes. Did yeah, you but you're still pay paying it? a tax. Should I have paid their suggested tip, including the, the, play, the cards to play the games? Joanna? Yes. Why? Just pay the tip, dude. It's not the... T- it's the principle of the thing. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have paid it <laughs> on the principal. No, like, no, no. I figured out what the food was. I'm not going to pay a 18 percent yeah. tip because you filled some of these. Inter- these well, it was I forget the suggested what gratuity. <laughs> that doesn't mean you have to pay no, it. I does. suggested they go themselves, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the way it ended up. Did you pay it? No, I paid a gratuity on the food, but I'm not going to pay the gratuity on the the suggested one. No, 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 no. He, well, yeah, okay, you're right. The suggested one would have included the card money too. He's saying it doesn't make sense to like pay any gratuity on on money that he loaded onto a plastic card, which I I agree with. You you agree with me? Yeah, because the, the the waitress didn't do anything. I'm not tipping you for going and putting the money on these cards. First of all, I they charge you three dollars. Dave and Buster's work. Oh, oh, you haven't been there? Not really. Yeah, we you're... went once as the morning show, but that was it. 
Oh, cool. yeah, you get like a like a like a credit right, card you get almost. A card instead of using like tokens. Right? Yeah, right, right. And you load on and cash. And so they charged you a gratuity for, for that. For that. Well, that was a that was attached to it. So the percent, the eighteen percent, so, was attached to the cart. And the, okay, that is weird. Yeah. And the, that I'm trying to understand. It. And the food. And the food. So they were like, "We'll just put it together. Uh-huh. Just give us the tip on That's whatever." That's weird. Yeah. So. I, but mentally, I check a box there. It's like, all right, uh-huh. they're, they're trying some, they're trying some monkey business here. <laughs> so then, uh, back to the original question at hand, you didn't get popcorn then? No, because we filled up at the oh, okay. thing and nobody was in the mood for popcorn. <laughs> but then the movie was so bad that I had to start drinking beer about halfway through, <laughs> or I would not have been able to make it. Let's find out some more about what's going on with Justin Bieber's uh, face. He explains about the syndrome that he has that has basically paralyzed the right side of his face. So a lot of people assume that this is Bell's palsy, which is much more common than the thing he actually has. So Bell's palsy, usually not serious and usually temporary, but he has something called Ramsey-Hunt syndrome. So... It is shingles. I looked it up. It's it, it's shingles, um, but it, Ramsey Hunt uh, syndrome is when shingles affects a, a nerve in the face. That specifically is called Ramsey Hunt syndrome. I read that uh, the recover the total recovery rate is about seventy percent. Seventy percent of people will will recover from this, but they say if they don't recover within, I believe it was the, a week. The recovery rate goes down to something like 30%. Let me see if this is uh, some of the same stuff. I see this as like tens of thousands of unanswered prayers. How many times have people said, God, <laughs> please make it so Justin Bieber can never sing again? Maybe. That's terrible. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby, baby. Ooh. <laughs> Justin Bieber should team up with The Weeknd. I don't know if they've ever done a collab before, but you know why I'm they not should. Sure. A collab? Why, why would they do it? Why? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. True Crime Report is coming up next. And more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Another very warm day in store for El Paso. 105. Ugh. I think we set some more records over the weekend. Chance of rain, though, uh, this afternoon, about a 15% chance of rain. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Some cloud cover and any chance of rain we have moving in probably around noon today. Uh, It'd be nice to get something. It would be. Let me uh, tell you about some concerts that are coming up. Tickets just went on sale Friday for Lamb of God along with Killswitch Engage. Sunday, October 16th at the Don Haskins Center. Woo! Tickets go on sale this Friday. Or they did go on sale Friday. But we're going to have more tickets to give away. So all last week we had the... Honor of giving away one before you can buy him tickets. And uh, we'll have more tickets headed your way before that October 16th date with Lamb of God at the Don Haskins Center. 
I think this uh, free concert at Speaking Rock on August 27th is going to be enormous. Yeah. All these bands are coming August 27th, Speaking Rock Entertainment Center, Papa Roach, Falling in Reverse, Hollywood Undead, and Bad Wolves. It is part of the Rockzilla Tour Summer 2022, so... We can't give away tickets to a free concert, but who knows? We might have some surprises about that concert coming up. That sounds like it's going to be like a lit, lit, Uh, L-I-T. Iron Maiden, Don Haskins Center, September 11th. Yeah, some it in, the, in the month of September, some more classic rock. The Scorpions and Whitesnake at the Don Haskins Center, September 19th. And Greta Van Fleet coming November the 8th at the Don Haskins Center. That'll be the first time Greta Van Fleet has performed in El Paso. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Greta Van Fleet's going to be at that Metallica show that we're going to send a winner to. Uh, registration begins today, so it's only through the KLAQ mobile app, but this is the trip to go see Metallica in Pittsburgh. My understanding is Greta Van Fleet is also on that bill and some other bands. And if you win this prize, you also get to go to the Blackened American Whiskey pre-show tasting event hosted by master distiller Rob Dietrich. Qualifying begins today. You must be 21 years or older to enter. And the only way to enter is through the free KLAQ mobile app. If you don't have that app downloaded, it is a free download. And uh, you can find out more details on how to win at KLAQ.com or via the KLAQ mobile app. Going to get to the Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, should I worry about spoilers for Jurassic World or nobody cares enough about Jurassic World that that's a, uh, that that's an issue? Why do you look at me, Nico? I don't care. <laughs> I guess we shouldn't do any spoilers. People get real People get picky a little about touchy, that. Yeah. yeah. Because they like to listen and, and maybe they don't want to listen in and be they like. They want to hear a show that's not going to spoil the movie right. for them. Right, yeah. Could dinosaurs survive in, like, freezing temperatures? Because it's got all... Aren't they reptiles? Like, a lot of the scenes, even in the trailer, show the dinosaurs, like, up in the mountains in snow and stuff. Um, I don't know. I I don't know what the dinosaurs were. I think (laughs) I saw a paper that scientists are, are predicting that that we have an image of dinosaurs all wrong, that they probably look very different than the way that we... Well, they got a new one. That they, this that is they might a, have feathers. Yeah, this is a new one, uh, a pretty scary dinosaur that looks a lot more like a bird. Yeah, that they nor, that they, they probably had feathers. Like, dinosaurs might have had feathers instead of, like, reptile-like skin. Yeah. Also, locust, for some reason. Locust are at the center of the plot. Okay. Interesting. And Dodson from the first movie is the is the big villain in this one. From that scene with Newman. Dodson, everybody. Dodson! We've got Dodson! See? 
Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. You know that little Barbasol uh, can that could fit the, the eggs in it? Yeah. I thought that was the coolest thing in the oh, world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. An actual shaving foam would come out the top of it. Yeah. And, and, and here I am 15 years later, and I see the same thing in a headstand <laughs> at, a, at, a, at a smoke shop. Like a di- diversion. They call them diversion safes. Uh, Did you know yeah. that's what they're called? Or I, hear, uh, I hear, heard them as can safes. Joanna, do you know what Nico's talking about? No, I wasn't paying attention. Sorry. Because uh, <laughs> we were talking about the, bar, the the scene where Newman shows up in Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. And the, you know that, that shaving cream can that the he pulls Barbasol out? Barbasol. Barbasol to put the, oh, okay. the eggs in? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was the coolest thing oh, in the world. Stash can. Stash can. A stash can. Thank you. Because <laughs> I was saying, and then there I was 15 years later in a uh-huh. headstand or a, a <laughs> smoke shop, and I see the exact same thing. Like, Do they transfer dinosaur eggs here? <laughs> You're all perfect They're for my perfect. dinosaur eggs. They make all perfect. kinds of cans where the bottom screws off, and you put your contraband or, uh-huh. or whatever, your money. You can put your money in there. Right. Yeah. On the uh, <laughs> on the ads for it, they always show like the can open and hundred dollar bills and diamonds, but everybody puts their weed in them. <laughs> That's obviously what it's for, right? <laughs> hey, whatever you think about the uh, the Let's Go Brandon chance, whether you're a fan of it or not, I think you'll agree that this was a pretty cool accident. So there's a a nine year old uh, autistic boy from Minnesota named Brandon Brundage. Uh, autistic, okay? All right. And he has a very hard time being in public. Mm-hmm. Well, on a trip to Texas, his parents say that he saw so many Let's Go Brandon signs <laughs> everywhere, and he thought that they were all encouraging him to be brave. Oh, mom, oh my God. Listen to this. His mom says he did some things that he normally would have been very out of character that he just doesn't have the confidence or he's, he's too afraid to do. But his mom said on the trip to Texas, he loosened up. He even jumped in a pool, which he normally wouldn't do. And it was all because of the Let's Go Brandon signs that he saw all over Texas. That is adorable. Adorable, and yet... The mom wrote a children's book about the vacation called Brandon Spots His Sign and sent a copy to President Biden. You know, the original Brandon. Oh, right, right. (laughs) Biden sent Brandon a signed letter that said he loved the book and that he's proud of him for being so brave. Aww. My heart. Right? And also, damn, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Damn, Texas. Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) The signs were everywhere, and he was so inspired. You know what, though? For, For some reason, it... It's a cool. Sl- I don't know why they make it a slur. Maybe "Let's Go Brandon" to some people is a very negative thing, but it actually sounds kind of positive to me. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brand. Like, yeah, let's go. It's a positive. <laughs> let's yes, go. Let's go. Yes. Well, <laughs> you know how it started, right? I do, but I don't think that they will never be but able. At to- some point, people are just going to forget that. Exactly. Story. They'll never be able to re- like make me think it's a bad thing about Joe Biden. I'll just say, oh, it's, it's about Brandon. It's about <laughs> Brandon, the little kid. Let's get a look at our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. It is June 13th. Find out what's happening. Today is Outdoor Marketing Day.
That's uh, billboards. Ah. Oh. The billboard industry reminding you, don't read text, but look at this giant text. (laughs) (laughs) Do the guys that hand out flyers for their, like, concerts or their new albums, like, at the parking lot, in the parking lots, does that count as outside marketing? Yeah. People hand out what at where? People handing out tickets in a parking no, lot? No, like flyers and stuff. Oh, that they put on your windshield? Or in person. A lot of guys will, you know, yeah. hand it to you in person. They'll give it to you in person. Like an invitation to a... I, well, maybe an invitation or like something to buy, you know, like their CD or something. In El Paso, this happens. Yes. That, Everywhere in the world. It, it, Vegas is the only place. And L.A. Like on Santa Monica Pier, the only places where somebody comes up and tries to hand you a mixtape. Anyways, my point was, does that count as outside marketing? And I guess Joanna said yes, so then yes. Today is Roller Coaster Day. Ooh. And today is International Albinism Awareness Day. Don't even... What? Okay. You know what albinism is? Yeah, being albino. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I thought maybe you thought it was people from Albania. (laughs) Why why did you tell me? Why were you? I just thought you were going to make fun of me for something, and I just wanted to preempt it. Oh, you! You're not not an albino. You're not that tasty. (laughs) To you guys, the difference between you and an actual albino is the albino has a medical excuse for being so pale. See, that's what I was. That's what I was waiting for. (laughs) So I was trying to preempt. Birthdays today include actor Aaron Taylor Johnson, who's 32. Kick-ass. He, he was kick-ass. He was Quicksilver at Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, this Man, it seems like this guy's been around for a long time just to be 32 years old. He must have got started when he was really young. And he is married to uh, director Sam Taylor Wood. He's 32. She's 55. Oh, yeah, and she also did uh, The Fifty Shades of Grey. The Olsen twins are 36 today, Mary, Kate, and Ashley Olsen. They don't show up for anything. They don't show up for the Full House reunion. They don't show up for Bob Saget's wake. They don't show up for Jack. They've done enough. Why do you sound bitter about that? <laughs> they're they're just like reclusive. They're the type they of, ran gonna, an empire by the time they were thirteen. Yeah. I think they've worked enough. They, they're yeah, like well, what have they done for, for the last twenty years? Retired. They're eligible yeah. for retired. Yeah. Let them live their normal life. Cat Dennings is thirty six from Two Broke Girls and the Thor movies. Oh, good to know she's a lot older than me. <laughs> okay. And a birthday for Steve-O from uh, Jackass. Steve-O did it. I'm trying to think what he did. It was in the most recent Jackass movie. There were a couple of crazy things. And they ha- they had new Jackass members like Eric Andre now is yeah. a Jackass guy. I don't know if you saw the most recent. I haven't. But Jackass I do know guy. one of the girl, the Rachel Wolfson. She's yeah, the girl. Right, right. Rachel Wolfson. You yeah, know her? I do. From Weezer, lead singer Rivers Cuomo's having a birthday today, 52. Ali Sheedy, who was a member of the Brat Pack and was in 80s movies like The Breakfast Club, St. Almost Fire and Short Circuit, she's 60 today. Hmm. Comedian Tim Allen 
A comedian and then big TV and movie star on top of that. Right. 69. Actor Stellan Skarsgård is 71. He's the father of all of the Skarsgårds. I think there's like four of them. Here, there's Bill, who was It. Oh, right. There's the handsome one, who was Tarzan. Alexander. Yeah, that's Alexander. Alexander. Yeah. And then there's, I believe... Gustav is another one. Yeah. And he was on Vikings. And then yeah. I think there might even be another one. The one they keep in the basement. Who would win in a fight between Skarsgårds and Hamelsworths? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Right. There's only two Hemsworths. No weapons. There's just, three. Oh, there are three. Yeah, but the third one would be useless. True. No, no, no. <laughs> Dude, the third one is, is like buff. He's shorter, but... He's pretty buff and super handsome and stuff. Is he? Yeah, just a, just a fist fight between the Skarsgårds and the Hemsworths. Uh, it's, it'd be too too epic. I think I'd the give whole... it to the Hemsworths just because Australia. You just because Australia. Well, uh, Sweden. Give them. I mean, they might be Viking. They're Vikings. Yeah, but they don't have crocodiles and great white sharks and stuff. I don't see Liam Hemsworth walking over crocodiles. Team either. Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Richard Thomas, who played John Boy on The Waltons, is 71 today. Night, Batty Sue. Night, Mary Lou. Mm -hmm. Night, Barbara Ann. Do you know which one this is, Joanna? No. Night, John Boy. Where they would just show, like, an image of the outside of the house, and you just hear everyone Oh, and everyone's just saying goodnight to each other? Yeah. I've seen it on Family Guy. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, Brian. And actor Malcolm McDowell is 79. He was in A Clockwork Orange and uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween movie. And you know who he is. He's Malcolm McDowell. He's been in a ton of things. Uh, the bad guy from Star Trek Next Generation. Uh, Star Trek. Uh, Generations? No, the one where they. Yeah, Star Trek Generations. Thank you. Okay. Exactly. Anyway, Malcolm McDowell is 79. And one other birthday, and I want to uh, play something a little special in honor of this person's birthday. He is. And will always be, as far as I'm concerned, Captain America. Chris Evans is 41 today. Captain oh America God, in the I MCU. Any chance we'll see Chris Evans as Captain America in anything going forward? Because it is. The I think he said like he would if it was like the right script or something like that. I mean, after all, we are slash money. We are in the multiverse of madness, True so that. anything could happen. In honor of. Chris Evans, Captain America's birthday. Woo! Here's a song, and it's patriotic, everybody. Yeah. Enjoy the patriotism. <laughs> and happy birthday, Chris Evans. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Coming up this morning, Dr. Okaranza from the uh, County Health Authority is going to be dropping by talking about mosquitoes, vector control. So mm-hmm. maybe he'll tell us about when we might see some fogging trucks have you uh, experienced any really bad mosquitoes not since i lived at your house really i don't think i have bad mosquitoes you have house. terrible mosquitoes you live in the upper valley you live right next to a canal a full body of sitting standing yeah, water i never really noticed well like, they i guess don't you don't have sweet lot. blood i know that's not why they take eat. it back <laughs> my blood is as sweet as anybody else's they call you know what they call me sangre dulce Sugar blood. Sangre dulce. Sugar blood. 
Or more like... There, I've definitely... Like, Padre Dulce. Padre Dulce. <laughs> you know what he said. Father? Padre? Oh, my God. Is that what you said? Papi Dulce. Pa- I, sh- I didn't want to Oh, really like a sugar papi. daddy? I didn't really want to say like it. Sh- like like I'm a sugar daddy? <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking Papi Dulce. I'm not going to say that to you. Are you speaking papi, from papi. experience? No. There have been years, though, in different parts where, man, mosquitoes, like in standing water, can eat you alive. When I lived at your house, my legs were covered in mosquito bites. My arms were covered constantly in mosquito bites during the summer. And especially because I would like to just sit out there and... Yeah, maybe you were more of like a sitting duck. I'm I'm a moving target when I'm out there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think mosquitoes bother some people more than others? Like they prefer certain people? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I think they've proven that it's not, again, not based on how sweet your blood is, but I think it's about carbon dioxide. I think it's about, like, that's what they're attracted to. I got a few uh, neckline calls since Friday. So I thought we'd go through some of these. Just be uh, on the alert. Podcast publish alert. Podcast publish alert. Is this me? Alert. Publish alert. Uh, let's get a couple calls. This one came in on Friday. Nico, Nico, Nico. Here it is, Friday, 3.20 in the afternoon, and I want to listen to the After Buzz podcast, <gasps> and of course, it's not available, even though you were talking about it today on the show. What's up with that? That's Bye. a great question. Did you forget? No, I, I thought I, I thought it should be published. <laughs> I might have saved it as a draft, <laughs> dude. If we're it gonna happens, spend, all right? It happens. No, 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 no. But if you're gonna, so we would have recorded this Thursday. You take thirty minutes, forty-five minutes. I thought I pressed the button to submit it. Sometimes was it drafted? It was drafted. It happens, all right. Hey, Buzz, Nico playing you a fool. He's sitting you down, making you do, having you do extra podcasts and <laughs> having you shilling out his podcast over <laughs> your radio show, and he's not even publishing it. <sighs> Wasting time, wasted promises. <laughs> Man. Podcast publish alert. <laughs> Nico, is it true? Are you playing me a fool? <laughs> You're playing Buzz for a fool. You're playing for a fool. Podcast publish alert. I don't have to play. That haunts me. (laughs) Now that that sucks, but uh, yeah, sometimes it just I the button gets. Now, does it ever happen when I send it to you that somehow it doesn't go to you? No, it always it, if if you did it correctly, and then, then yes, I I usually will get right. So if the I'm able to withhold uphold my end of the bargain, how is that? Why po- aren't you uh, able? You're to only able to uphold that when I stand next to you and watch you do it. <laughs> Just a reminder. How many times yeah. have you forgotten to send but, that to me when I don't stand next to you? That has never resulted in the podcast not being published well, or because, going up late or whatever. Well, it would if you were the one responsible for I doing get, it. The only, the only redeeming grace, I guess, here is that the after buzz typically isn't like time sensitive. I mean, we talk about such random right stuff that is very little topicality. But what is going on? 
Nothing's going on. It, it, Joanna just told you it happens. Joanna, did you get all the uh, Buzz Adams on Demand podcast up at the uh, right time? I guess. If you we did. haven't heard from it, then yeah. <laughs> we podcast publish alert. But it does happen. Sometimes you don't press publish, and it just stays in drafts. Yeah. But press, come on. <laughs> What's up, Mo Show? It's ODG. Y'all should talk like uh, like Randy from Lamb of God sings. Like, he's Joanna Barba with the news. <laughs> and then Joanna can say, Buzz, we got a break. <laughs> and then Nico can say, I don't know, that's the news with Nico. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> Uh, Lamb of God is coming <laughs> on uh, October 16th, and the tickets just went on sale, and we were playing an isolated track from Lamb of God. And uh, Randy Blythe, who's the lead singer, this is what he sounds like. <laughs> How do you always have that track ready to go? I don't just... <laughs> Just track I always have here. Joanna, let let me hear you okay. say something like Randy Blythe would say it. <clears throat> Buzz, we got a break. <laughs> oh, that hurt. I don't want a break. <laughs> Nico has him <laughs> You're right. That does it hurt. Let, let me hear your Lamb of God. We definitely need to break. C is for cookie That's good enough for me Oh my god That was perfect It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast And here is Nico at Jimmy And with our lead stories of the day Good morning Nico Good morning Buzz European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen met with the Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky in Kiev Saturday to discuss his country's bid to get candidacy status to join the European Union. The discussions today will enable us to finalize our assessment by the end of next week, von der Leyen said in a joint press conference with Zelensky. This, as Russia claims a cruise missile strike, destroyed a large warehouse in western Ukraine storing weapons supplied to the Ukrainians by the United States and European allies. While police in the Ternopil region of Ukraine, where at least one cruise missile hit, told ABC News that no weapons were destroyed, the region's governor said part of a military facility was damaged. A bipartisan group of senators has reached a general agreement on new gun legislation after weeks of negotiations in the wake of recent mass shootings, including the Uvalde, Texas Elementary School massacre. 20 senators, including the 10 Republicans needed to avoid a filibuster, released a statement Sunday confirming the deal, saying, in part, Today we are announcing a common-sense bipartisan proposal to protect America's children, keep our schools safe, and reduce the threat of violence across our country. Families are scared, and it is our duty to come together and get something done that will help restore their sense of safety and security in their communities. Among other provisions, the agreement would provide funding for mental health incentives for the creation of so-called red flag laws to remove firearms from people who are a danger to themselves or others. 
Also, increase money for school safety and strengthen the federal background check system as it relates to convict, convicted domestic violence abusers or those with restraining orders. Here is uh, Senator Richard Blumenthal discussing the outcome from their negotiations. He mentioned a thing that I think sometimes gets lost or people uh, don't know about it when you're talking about <clears throat> guns in America and the role mm-hmm. guns play. Anytime there are gun violence death figures, and he's Blumenthal said it there, half of them are suicides. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anytime you're comparing, well, this is the number of school massacre, how many people die, as compared to how many people die from handgun violence or other kinds of violence, that suicide, the 50% of gun violence death, that 50% of them are people shooting themselves. Which is 50, yeah. Horrible, terrible. I mean, right. There needs to be more incentives or laws to protect gun owners from themselves, or I guess. Well, I think that then it becomes a mental health issue, you know, people committing suicide. Although, I mean, I know you're not supposed to speak positively of suicide, but I wish a lot of these school shooters would just be a suicide statistic instead of a mass shooter. I mean, is. Absolutely. I guess that sounds terrible to say, but wouldn't it be a lot better if instead of going to a school and taking a bunch of people out, just take yourself out? Yeah. yeah absolutely. I don't know how you... I don't know how you say that in a way that... Well, I don't know how you say that in a way that isn't problematic. I get that. But. Right. No, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Well, President Joe Biden reacted to the bipartisan Senate group's framework for a bill to address gun violence in the country, saying the outline, it does not do everything that I think is needed, but it reflects important steps in the right direction. While the framework is significantly weaker than what Biden called for, if passed, the measures would amount to the most significant action Congress has taken on gun safety laws since the 1990s, when the federal assault weapons ban was allowed to expire. Biden also lauded the tireless work of the Senate group, adding that with each day that passes, more children are killed in this country. The sooner it comes to my desk, the sooner I can sign it, and the sooner we can use these measures to save lives. Earlier in the weekend, the president stopped in New Mexico while on his way back from the West Coast to receive a briefing on wildfires in the region. The next public January 6th meeting hearing is scheduled for today at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. The hearing vice chair Liz Cheney says will focus on how Trump and his team knew he had lost the election, but continued to spread false claims about fraud and unsuccessfully litigated the matter in court. Lawmakers are also set to hear from the former Trump campaign manager, Bill Stepien, with at least two other hearings planned for June. The committee has also not ruled out the possibility of adding more hearings in the future. The panel also plans to release a full report on its findings, including legislative recommendations on reforms at some point this fall, coinciding with the 2022 midterm elections. Even as the Senate reaches a compromise on the most significant action Congress has taken on gun safety since the 90s, an existing law is routinely being broken by some gun owners in every state. Local police and federal agents are seeing a proliferation of cheap, unregistered devices that convert semi-automatic pistols into fully automatic machine guns. The devices generally are purchased online from foreign suppliers, but can also be created using 3D printers. I guess those are bump stocks, Buzz? I don't know. I mean, I I don't know enough about 
gun modifications. Yeah. Police in a small Idaho city arrested 31 people allegedly affiliated with a white nationalist group near a pride parade, authorities announced on Saturday. People associated with the group Patriot Front allegedly had shields, shin guards, and other riot gear with them, including at least one smoke grenade, Cordeline, Idaho Police Chief Lee White said. They were charged with conspiracy to commit a riot. The individuals were arrested after a citizen called police to alert them that at least 20 men were seen getting out of a U-Haul van wearing masks and carrying shields. The group, according to the Southern Poverty Law Center, has white nationalist ideologies that was founded shortly after the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. You know, it's sad that anytime I hear patriot anything, like, that's a red flag for me. Right. But now it's gotten to where patriot is now a white pride like term. <clears throat> right. If you if you hear something patriot, you, it you feel like you have to scrutinize the thing you're hearing about. Mm-hmm. The, the arrests come as the Department of Homeland Security warned last week the summer could be a dynamic threat landscape and extremists could target public gatherings, faith-based institutions, schools, racial and religious minorities, government facilities and personnel, U.S. infrastructure, the media, and perceived ideological opponents. A lot of warnings. What were they going to do at this parade? Were they going to fight the people in the parade? Were they going to fight the cops? What? What right. the hell was the Were they the going to plan? take down the pro- the people celebrating Pride? Was it? I didn't know they were anti-gay. I thought they were anti-other races. Right? I didn't know why ideal, white nationalists would really be interested in taking out a Pride parade. You know, I guess all kinds of awfulness sure. kind of gets all swept up in the it's same big pile yeah. of awful when you're dealing with, with people like you this. You mean basket of deplorables? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would say that that's pretty deplorable. <laughs> if you're going with the intention of starting a riot at a at a gay parade, I mean, you've got shields and body armor, and they've got feather boas. And I bet I can guess how they voted, though. Who the patriot people? Yeah. <laughs> a wildfire that started Sunday morning in northern Arizona has now burned at least 4,500 acres, and a suspect is in custody. The pipeline fire started mid-morning yesterday near Flagstaff. Forest Service officers arrested a 57-year-old man after stopping a pickup truck seen leaving the area where the fire started. Evacuations have begun for people in the area as 270 firefighters are working to contain the fire that's getting a boost from hot, windy conditions. For some families, this is the second time this year that they've had to leave their homes due to wildfires. Which state are we talking about here? Arizona. Had you read that the New Mexico, the the camp, I think it's the campfire camp. and mm-hmm. the, like the hermit fire, mm-hmm. hermit peak. Both of those were started by the government, like they were both right. controlled burn situations that got, got out, out of, of hand. hand. Yeah, you must feel like a douche if you're that guy who's, who wasn't responsible for it. This is called a controlled fire class. Come look at what we're about to do. This is a controlled fire situation. I mean, I don't know enough about that, but I, I guess there must be a, a reason that they do this sort of thing. But the, the, oh, a yeah, lot absolutely. of the really, really terrible uh, fires from New Mexico that we've seen so far this year, the two big ones were were started intentionally by, the, I guess, the Forest Service. That's crazy. Well, starting today, the Navy 
uh, will pause all aircraft units that aren't deployed. So it can conduct a safety screening following three crashes in Southern California this month alone. Two of the incidents were fatal. Over the weekend, the Navy announced a safety pause to review how risks and errors factor into aircraft operations. The Navy also will conduct training on how to manage threats and errors. A Navy pilot was killed in a crash northeast of Los Angeles, and five Marines were killed in a crash east of San Diego. Four crew members survived a crash in uh, Imperial Valley. During the pause, the Navy will review training, other processes, as well as the execution of these exercises. Google searches for Ramsey Hunt syndrome have no doubt gone up since Justin Bieber shared that he's struggling with it. The singer has canceled shows to deal with the medical issue, and here's some info on the condition. It's a rare neurological complication caused by the varicella zoster virus. It's the same virus that causes chickenpox and shingles. Dr. Leah Kroll, a neurovascular, neurovascular fellow at NYU Langhorne Health, says the incidence is only 5 per 100,000 people per year. Here's the interesting part, though. Ramsey Hunt can occur in anyone who has ever had the chickenpox virus. It is more common in adults, but typically affects people older than 60 years of age. One of the symptoms is a painful rash near the ear along with paralysis. So, now, uh, is there any... Any idea of whether this could be permanent, the concert cancellations, I mean. Is there any chance that Justin Bieber has has performed his last concert? Uh, The good news for Biebs and others with the syndrome is they can recover within months if it's not severe. But you have to start treatment uh, early. Okay. But I guess like with anything, there's nothing is 100% guaranteed. And sure, there's... Uh, a chance that there's probably more long-lasting complications. I'm I'm rooting for Ramsey Hunt here. I'm Team Ramsey. Uh, Certain situations can cause this, like stressful situations, situations that can cause someone to be immunocompromised. Other illnesses can trigger it. And sometimes we just have no idea why it happens. Well, like we were talking about... uh, in Arizona, a historic heat wave that caused western cities like Phoenix and Denver to post record temperatures is now headed east. Forecasters say winds will push hot, humid air into the eastern two-thirds of the country this week. It will result in temperatures 10 to 30 degrees above average. In Phoenix, a man showed how hot a car got in the triple digits heats by grilling a burger and baking a cake on his dashboard. I'm going to cook a rotisserie chicken the next time it gets really hot here. <laughs> Wait, so who's going to rotate it <laughs> the whole time? Right, you got to keep it rotating. He'll be outside the car. <laughs> I don't know. I could probably pay a kid to do it, right? Probably. Yeah. No, just crack the window. Cities from Chicago and St. Louis to Charlotte and Raleigh, North Carolina, could see record temperatures and triple-digit highs this week, according to AccuWeather. While Wichita, Kansas will get close to 100 degrees today. The National Weather Service warned... 100. Right. It was 108 yesterday. I played golf yesterday. Did you go in the morning, though? Did it? Yeah, we did. We teed off like at 8.30. And I got to tell you, yeah, it's hot. People were not meant to live in this kind of heat, but I was okay with it. I think I've just finally... Like, it doesn't affect me until it hits 110. Did you have the, one of those dad hats, like a really big brimmed hat? Not a, that, no, like not a, a big Like one. a gardener's hat? No, nah, just a, like a... Just a baseball cap? A, no, a fedora. You wore a fedora? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, nice. I did yesterday. Well, uh, the National Weather Service warned low temperatures will only bottom out in the high 70s during the weekend, during that heat wave. So that means the lowest temperatures we'll be getting is in the high 70s. 
A 70-year-old woman was uh, drawing water in eastern India when an elephant that had escaped from a sanctuary ran up and trampled her. No. Maya Murmu later died in the hospital. No, she died? She died in the hospital from her injuries, and her family organized a funeral for her that evening. Can elephants? I know. Somebody's got to do something about it. <laughs> As her body lay on top of her funeral pyre, the uh-huh. elephant came walking up again. Oh, no. The audacity. Took her body down <gasps> off the pyre. Get that. Where are you? This is Weekly World News stuff. And then trampled her body again before throwing her body around and walking off into See, the night. She did something to wow, her. Wow, that elephant really had a beef with her. The family. You know, they, they have mem- long memories. So maybe, <laughs> like when, the, yeah. when it was a baby elephant, maybe she threw a rock at it or something and it remembered all these years. Actually, oh my God. turns out in India, it's not that uncommon. Around 100 people are killed by elephants every year in India. Now, I'm not sure how many come back for the body. <laughs> oh, my God. At the funeral pyre, it's like, I ain't done with this bitch. <laughs> Tiger Woods is finally a member of a very expensive club. Forbes has tapped him as one of three athletes worth one billion bucks. Guess who the others are? Can you guys well, LeBron, that made news just last week that LeBron James reached yep. a billion. He's one. Your turn? I don't know. Come on, just think of the most uh, famous athlete in the world, ever in history. Oh, Tom Brady. Jordan. Yeah. Oh, Jordan. Okay. Yeah. Tom Brady is probably got to be. probably be close. He's going to be close. Uh, well, if you're asking, how did Tiger Woods get all that money? Well, he only has made $120 million in prize money from golf. But endorsement deals with Nike, Gatorade, Rolex, and Monster Energy have helped him rack up the rest. Do you believe that, Buzz? No, I'm not at all surprised that Tiger's made that much. And now, does he have any side business ventures? Like some of these guys also get into like their other, tequila or their or real estate, or re- like just okay, something yeah. not even sexy that's a, that's a good related question. to their thing. You know, Jordan Jordan went into ownership. You know, he's he's owned the. Is it still the Charlotte Bobcats? I really have not watched a lot of NBA. In a long time. Well, he was part of the Wizards for a little bit, and then. Right, yeah. but at some point, he uh, he bought into the Charlotte basketball team, which I think he still has a chunk of that. Mm-hmm. Well, international travelers arriving in the U.S. are no longer required to take a COVID-19 test. The change took effect just after midnight Sunday morning, officially ending the long-running pandemic restriction. Other countries, including the U.K., had already dropped the requirement. The CDC will review the decision in 90 days to follow up as summer travel ramps up. A California animal shelter is prohibiting NRA members from adopting pets. The Shelter Hope Pet Shop in Thousand Oaks says members of the gun advocacy group, the NRA, will have to look elsewhere if they want to take a dog home. The shelter's owner warns if people aren't truthful on their applications, they will take legal action immediately. We're a shelter, and if you come in and you want to adopt one of our pets that needs a home, if you're an NRA member, not allowed. Not allowed. Be, what okay what why i guess they don't like people who like guns do they think people that are members of the nra are more likely to abuse animals or not be good pet owners or is it just like we don't like this thing you can't have one of our pets she notes that not all of her donors are thrilled with the ban as some of them are threatening to stop funding if the requirement isn't pulled 
Meanwhile, the the NRA is aware of the policy and has called it asinine. Yeah, I got to say, that sounds sounds a little asinine. A little asinine. And finally, the Powerball jackpot just continues to grow. With no big winner in Saturday night's drawing, that means tonight's jackpot in the multi-state lottery game will be worth $243 million. As for Tuesday's Mega Million drawing, that's worth $250 million. Joanna, Buzz, let's buy 10 tickets each. <laughs> I don't buy any lottery tickets until we're talking real money. It has to be a half a bill. Oh, okay. real Before I get a quarter. Nico, you and I will buy Yeah, let's tickets. just buy a couple tickets. Well, then we'll have to buy 20 each. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, $250 million is a quarter of a billion, dude. They should also put in, like, if you take the give me my money now option. What, how much taxes, is the payout? Yeah, if you just take it in a lump sum and then Uncle Sam gets his part, how much are you I assume in? it's half. So I just, like, would take right. that but number, over, 247. Over 100 million. Over 100. Take Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah so let's say it's somewhere around 100 million. For the lump sum. Take, yeah, 100 million. That's a, that's a lot. That's almost as much as Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only one-tenth as much, much as, as Tiger Woods. But it's ten times more than Amber Heard. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, and this is a, this is the which lottery is it? Is the one we play in Texas too? Uh, Are we part of it? Well, yeah, we do the Powerball and we do the Mega Millions. All right. Yeah, I'm in for ten. Right. I'm in for ten. All right, let's do it. All right. How much are lottery tickets? Like a buck? Yeah. Yeah, like a buck. I don't even know. I think the Mega Millions one, if you if you buy the multi, the Megaplier, Multiplier. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Dr. Hector Ocaranza, the city and county health authority, is going to be on to talk about uh, vector control that's, you know, largely mosquitoes, but a vector could be uh, anything that transmits a disease. So Dr. Ocaranza is coming by in just a little bit. Hey, uh, Nico, this is something you might be interested in. I just saw this come across. All right. Another show coming to El Paso. John Mulaney. Oh, no way. Actor, comedian, writer John Mulaney is coming to El Paso October 22nd. Tickets go on sale this Friday. You get the tickets at ElPasoLive.com and Ticketmaster.com. Can we interview him? Would that be great? Where do you put John Mulaney among active comics? So, top top ten right now, top five maybe among working comics. Well, so you got, see the thing is, comic it's not a sport, so comics don't really retire a lot. Like Eddie Murphy could still be considered up there with some of the great comics, even if he's not. So, I'm not uh, saying the greatest of all time. I'm saying right now, right actively, now, actively on working. Fire. I would say Bill Burr. Sure. I'm, I'm not saying Bill Burr number one, but uh, in no the specific top, order. Chappelle, yeah, absolutely. Chris Chappelle. Rock is still up there, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say Louis C.K., but I realize because of some Me Too issues, he's not playing the rooms. Oh, that we were he just was, talking to BT about it. And BT still says that Louis I mean, C.K. is the funniest comic. Yeah, um, I would. Yeah, I would say John Mulaney, definitely. Yeah, top five, probably working today. But then there's some other guys that. Are really funny that just don't have the same status. Like Nate Bargatze's Huber, he's super coming. funny. Yeah, he's coming in uh, December. Uh, Brett Ernst, super funny. I know Brett well. He used to come, didn't he? Yeah, to, yeah. 
Brett and I actually met in L.A. Oh, wow. Uh, I think you're forgetting Burt Kreischer. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer. Burt Kreischer. Just uh, some of the funniest people. But uh, John Mulaney is going to be here October 22nd. Tickets on sale this Friday. I think John really John Mulaney gets uh, a lot of kudos and credit because his writing is just so excellent. And you can tell because he was one of the head writers for Saturday Night Live before he was ever actually on it. Well, to get ready for Father's Day and to just uh, reiterate the point that John Mulaney is coming to town, tickets go on sale Friday. Here is John Mulaney talking about his dad. Time for Hollywood News Notes with Joanna Barber. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Spider-Man No Way Home will be making its way back to theaters just in time for Labor Day weekend. Sony announced Friday that a fan cut of No Way Home will screen in theaters beginning Friday, September 2nd. Entitled Spider-Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff version, viewers can look forward to added and extended scenes not part of the original version See, I would that debuted need, in December. I would need to know, are these fight scenes? Are these more exposition between MJ and and Peter? Is it, you know, like what? what are the scenes? If you want to get me to go back to the theater to see it again... I don't know. People seem pretty pumped up about it anyway. Yeah, I'll probably go see that too. (laughs) (laughs) Tickets are available for pre-sale on Tuesday, August 9th, and more fun stuff version begins screening September 2nd. Did you see Spider-Man in theaters? I did, yeah. Did you watch The Boys, like you said you were going to? I have not. No. Did you see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? I did see that. Which one did you like better, Spider-Man or... Probably Spider-Man. Spider-Man's the correct answer there. (laughs) (laughs) Post Malone smokes a lot of cigarettes every day, but have you ever wondered how much he smokes? Well, he was recently asked. Not really, but okay. Well, he was asked, and this is what he had to say. (laughs) Did Johnny Johnny Cash Cash smoke his whole life? Dude, I'm asking you. You knew him. (laughs) I never met Johnny Cash. I wish. Did Johnny Cash... Well, let's see. Google that. Did Johnny I don't know. Cash... There aren't a lot of pictures or appearances where Johnny Cash is smoking away. There's a lot of pictures of him. Smoking? Yeah. What? With a cig. Oh, yeah. Huh. Now, let's put it in I perspective. Know he was... well, Johnny well, yeah, Cash but also... picked up the habit of smoking cigarettes when he was only 12 years old. It was a <laughs> habit that he carried with him most of his career. Oh. Now... 20 cigarettes is one pack. So if he's smoking 40, that's two 40, packs. Two Tw- packs. There are 20 cigarettes in a pack? Yeah. That's good to know. Nico, how much do you smoke a day? God, it has been so, it, it's not been great lately. <laughs> so, yeah, because. 20? Yeah. No, I what wouldn't. Go, I don't go through a pack a, a day. Pack? No, Ten? definitely less than a pack. Less than a pack a day. Good yeah, I'd say you. maybe like half a pack. 10. Good job. Not good for you, by the way. Probably, very yeah, bad. Very, very, very not bad. Not good yeah. at all. It's like one of the guaranteed things that people will say, like, you know, this is kill it. Like, this one kills you. One time I right? told yeah. Nico, I'm like, weren't you going to quit? And he's all, shut up. <laughs> shut up. It's hard. He just told me to shut up. How many darts you ripped yesterday? I'm, How many darts, I'm using man? Post Malone ling- lingo now. Uh, on How a bad day, man. Uh, like 13. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. And then ask me if I ever smoked in bed. Have you, you ever, ever smoked in bed? bed? 
Um, I, you know, I used to when I had a girlfriend, but no, not anymore since I don't. <laughs> All right, good. Are you no. worried it's going to mess with your boys? I think if anything, it'll make me sound better. Like, <laughs> I, it'll give me that deeper kind of growl that I yeah, like. Hello, welcome. You want to sound more manly? Yeah. Right Actually, Buzz told me that when I first started. He was like, you want to get a good voice? Somebody told me that when I first started. When I was ah, like 18 years old, a dude- The advice has passed on. Right. This dude to had smoke? a- To smoke and drink whiskey. drink whiskey. Buzz was like, Nico, you want a good radio voice? Well, you're going to need to smoke cigarettes and drink whiskey. Like, Interesting. I've never heard of that. A guy that I knew that I just thought had the best radio voice I'd ever heard. Mm-hmm. I asked him at 18. He said- Start smoking. I don't mean as a pastime. I mean habitually. Start smoking <laughs> oh uh, two packs a day. <laughs> like Make it's your that job. Like your yeah. second career. And you got to drink whiskey. And I'm like, well, I'm I'm 18. I won't be able to drink for three years. And, and he said, well. Well, you can start You've got to make sacrifices if you want to do this. For <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. So. Back in 2004 on The View, Bryce Dells Howard admitted to never having seen a single episode of Happy Days. Then fast forward to last Friday, she was on the show again, and she admitted she still hasn't seen the show. I've never seen The Andy Griffith Show. Interesting. Have you ever seen Gomer Pyle? No, what's that? You've never seen an episode of Gomer Pyle? No. It's the, he's in the army and he's or I think he's a marine actually but he's just like terrible he anyway it was a spinoff from the Andy Griffith show oh yeah no none I remember that. watching Don Knotts a lot like I liked his character Barney Fife Barney Fife but only in Scooby-Doo cartoon, cartoons only when he, <laughs> he showed up and finally <gasps> What is this? Is that the freaking uh, scary the, little girl? That's the squid game. That's the squid game. Theme. Oh, that's terrifying. It's a green light for Squid Game. Squid Game is officially coming back to Netflix for season two. Woo! According yeah! to a message from director Juan Dong Yuk, the second season will see Don't the- laugh at that name, Buzz. You are such Dude, a child. Did you hear how fast I went through it? I know, because so you that- knew he would do that. Yeah. He's still laughing inside. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I don't know what you're talking about. We'll I- see the return of Gion and the mysterious front man. The note also states the man in the suit might be back. And that will also get introduced to Chol Su, Young Hee's boyfriend. The creator also noted that, quote, it took 12 years to bring the first season of Squid Game to life last year, but it took 12 days for Squid Game to become the most popular Netflix series ever. As the writer, director, and producer of Squid Game, a huge shout out to fans around the world. Thank you for watching and loving our show. What was the name of the creator again? <laughs> Wang Dong Yuck. <laughs> that could be the motto. You guys that suck. could be that could be the the homophobes motto. Wang dong yuck. It's unclear when. What those guys in that rider truck in Idaho here. were probably thinking. In an interview with Vanity Fair, yeah. the creator told the outlet he could see the next season of Squid Game coming out by the end of 2023 or 2024. And with your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We are joined this morning by the City and County Health Authority, Dr. Hector Ocaranza. Good morning, Dr. Ocaranza. Good morning, Buzz. It is great to see you again, sir. 
Oh, thank you. It's great to be here with you. Let's talk a little bit about some uh, some issues. Let's start off with the heat because we had record high temperatures. So this might be a good place to start. Hot already. It's still a couple of weeks away from the actual beginning of summer. But uh, what is the advice out there for uh, people who are most at risk uh, from health-related uh, illnesses? Yeah, Ill- I guess illnesses. Yeah. Overheating. Yeah, and this is something that that every year we try to put out to the community because there's a lot of family members that love gardening. We were talking a little bit about this. My mother-in-law loves gardening. I could tell her to be careful, especially avoiding those times of the day when it's going to be extremely hot. People that are considered high risk are those in the extremes of life, infants, senior citizens, people with chronic conditions, especially if they're taking some medications, they might not feel the effects of the heat. And those are the ones that are especially vulnerable to those heat-related illnesses. So, what, what kind of medications and medications for what might make it so that people aren't aware yeah. at how hot they, they are getting? The medication, especially the ones for the high blood pressure, can have a particular effect. There's some other ones that also might affect the way that you feel the heat. But even within the uh, high blood pressure medications, there's some that have a... a diuretic, meaning you're going to be peeing a lot more than the, mm-hmm. than the normal. So you can get dehydrated you a lot get faster. get dehydrated faster. So you need to drink water. There's some people, especially with uh, kidney failure, that they go to dialysis, that they need to control very, very well their water intake. They cannot drink too much. They need to be particularly cautious, especially if they're out in the heat. So, And dialysis is not a rare thing in El Paso, right? Not at all. As you look around and you're driving, there's going to be a dialysis center across. I think we have one of the highest amounts of dialysis centers per capita. It's one of the cities with the most. Yeah, yeah it, it's amazing that you're going to find one dialysis center in every almost every corner. So, Which means a lot of people are having kidney problems. But let's, uh, let's bring this up uh Right now, you know, if you're going to leave uh, a person or a pet inside a car, this is, uh, you know, very, very dangerous, and you should absolutely not do it. Even if it's like, oh, I'm just going in for five minutes, you should make sure you don't leave anyone who can't help themselves in a car. Exactly, exactly. That is very, very important because a lot of those uh, fatalities are preventable. So if we're going to be out, we're going to go down to the store. Look to the back of your seat. See if you have your kids. See if you have your pet. Don't leave them unattended there. In what the if park. I'd say, oh, I'm just going to go in for just five minutes. I, there's, no, there's no way it will be forever. Don't do it. Choose bring, bring your kid, bring your pet inside, or, or leave them at home with somebody that is going to be taking care of them. Very, very important. We always mm-hmm. try to prevent those, and, and let's keep everybody safe. Do you, do you see any death? At least once a year, is there at least a death related to being left in a car? We see some death related to the heat, either because they were left out in the car or maybe they were working outside, didn't feel the effects, and nobody knew that they were working outside, and, and they found them, and unfortunately, they oh, wow. passed away. And it is very unfortunate to to hear and to see about mm-hmm. that. Can people, especially like you said, those people on the extreme end, infants, the elderly, uh, people with real uh, health concerns, can can it be dangerous inside a house that doesn't have adequate air conditioning once you're in the house? Sometimes it feels 
hotter inside than it does outside. Yes, and, and especially those elderly people that live by themselves, that they don't have anybody. If we have a neighbor that just lives by themselves and just checking them frequently, mm-hmm. go out, offer them to come to your house if you have a better AC, make sure that they have food, water. It's just we need to take care of them. And also one thing, we can take them to specific places where they're designated cooling places or taken to the mall they have nicer conditioner taken somewhere where they're not going to be there in their home with extreme heat and Mm. something bad can happen the uh, city has started up their cooling stations that are available monday through sunday uh starting at 8 a.m except on sunday it's noon to 7 p.m but you can find a list of those if you want to know where cooling stations are uh, ElPasoTexas.gov is the website that has that. It uh, tells you where they all are. It seems like the city's pretty well covered. A lot of rec centers and community centers and places like that are going to have, hopefully, as frosty as uh, people are comfortable with. You go in there and uh, cool off. Exactly. All across the city, you're going to find those centers where they can stay there that throughout the day where the heat is mm-hmm. at its peak and, and that's the way that we're going to be protecting those loved ones or neighbors or anybody we all need to take care of each other we we talked about that for any other uh, mm-hmm. illnesses even infectious diseases many times we all need to be there for each other right even when they're environmental things right exactly let's talk about uh vector control so uh I found out, and I didn't know this before today, when they're talking about a vector, a vector could be mosquitoes, a vector could be anything that passes on Mm -hmm. uh, illness. A person could be a vector, but Mm -hmm. usually when we're talking about vector control this time of year, it has to do mostly with mosquitoes. With mosquitoes. Uh, Mosquitoes, uh, particularly, what do they carry? Viruses, right? Exactly. They carry viruses, and we've heard a lot about the West Nile virus. We heard a lot about Zika virus. Mm -hmm. We hear a lot of those arboviruses, meaning those viruses that are carried by the mosquitoes. The mosquitoes are just uh, some of the reservoirs that they're going to be transmitting the virus. Is this year possibly going to be uh, not as bad because it's been so dry? I know that like standing water is a thing. Mosquitoes really love to breed when there's that stagnant standing water, and it's just been such a dry year so far. Which is everywhere by your house. What, the standing water? Yeah. Well, yeah, people irrigate their yards out there. <laughs> it's the upper valley. So yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> right. That's right. And now that the river is flowing, they open the gates, right. and everybody's irrigating. Oh. We're going to be having a lot more, especially upper valley, lower valley, all those places that are close to a, a canal, the river. Uh, Boy, the water looks extra gross this year. I was down by the river. <laughs> Not to knock the river or anything, but it's got like this foam on top of yeah. it, and it's it looks like a it's latte. A, is it a <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it, it doesn't look like you'd want to go swimming in it, but people are definitely going to be uh, irrigating, irrigating you for know, sure. once they start doing that. Um, when do the foggers get, you know, those trucks that go around fogging? It, it, like, do those have to be called in or are they, are they on a regular schedule or how do those foggers work? Well, if there's a particular problem, they're going to come and fog. When they see, and they're constantly monitoring some of the stagnant water and bodies of water that they have, it's hard to know 
in the river, but some of the other bodies of water, and they can come and spray, or people can call 211, and, and they can definitely uh, get into the right person so they can come and fog that so area. So there are people taking measurements of these things? There's people actually... Do people trap the... the well, Dr. Ocaranzo, they have trappers that go out, and then they test the individual mosquitoes. mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh, they, wow. They test the mosquitoes. Even UTEP has a department that does a lot of research with those mosquitoes to see what virus they're carrying, and definitely the most okay. common one. So let, let me ask you that then. What is the incidence of West Nile and, and Zika in, uh, in, our, in the mosquito population in El Paso? Well... I don't have that number for this year yet. Okay. They're going to start trapping those mosquitoes and see. We haven't had any case on the human, uh, the West Nile virus yet, but that's something that we keep track. Okay. And fortunately, 80 or 8 out of 10 people, they might get the West Nile virus and never never knew that they have it because oh, it's wow. subclinical or they're asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. There's about 20% or 2 out of 10 that might develop some fever, running nose, GI symptoms, and they might dismiss it as something else. And it might be the West Nile fever that oh, we wow. call it. But it's a in very rare instances, especially... Again, people that are in in the extremes of life and the uh, senior citizen population. Compromises immune systems. Immune compromised individuals. One out of 150, they might develop neuroinvasive disease, meaning the virus is going to invade the central nervous system. They can have meningitis, they can have encephalitis, and those are the ones that end up in the hospital very, very okay. sick. But those are the rare, kind of rare, rare it's a case of it. Case of it. And Zika, that, that one affects uh, pregnancy, right? That's correct. That affects the unborn fetuses, and it can cause malformation. So people are going out on vacation quite frequently at this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're pregnant, just be very careful if you're planning on getting pregnant. And Zika is borne by, by mosquitoes, right? By mosquitoes, also. All right. Well, Dr. Hector Ocaranza, thank you for coming yeah, by. You definitely. always have uh, answers for our questions, and we always look forward to you coming by and sharing some of that knowledge. And, your, and your amazing fashion, too. Yeah. yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice pink shirt. You see this, Joanna? Kind of no, I see it. Pink, Looking good, Doc. It, he has bad bunny. It's a bad bunny shirt. <laughs> it's a it's bad bunny. It's like a salmon color yeah. almost. I like it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Dr. O. Great to see you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we've got more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show headed your way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right. They're having uh, more public hearings on the uh, January 6th commission. Those are going on this morning, which means... I guess Fox programming actually be all complaining about gas prices. I think it's happening as we we're speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's happening. Ten o'clock Eastern time. Uh, we've had a couple of phone calls come in during the show. That's uh, oh cool on our new neckline. The number's still the same, but we get those numbers. We get those calls instantly. Qu- yeah, instantly. Really, you can leave a message for us. 24 hours a day, whenever you choose to give us a call, call the toll-free neckline. That number is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. If you want to call and talk directly to us, have this number handy, 915-910-4995. So it's at uh, 915 area code 910-4995. Good morning, morning show. So I was just listening um, in a car 
to you guys talking about, you know, gun violence and how they've got a new framework, et cetera, et cetera. And then both started talking about the statistics and how half of gun violence deaths are suicides, which is true. My concern is he started off talking about when they make comparison with school shootings and to overall deaths. Nobody's making that comparison. The comparison being made is school shootings in this country versus school shootings in other countries and over a period of time. So for example, over the last 10 years, there were 288 mass shootings where mass shootings are uh, deaths of four or more people, not including the shooter, um, when they kill themselves at the end, which happens most frequently, I believe. Um, and that's in this country, 288 over the last 10 years. In other first world countries, including Japan, Italy, uh, the UK, there were five. So that's a humongously stark difference, and that's the comparison being made. And I just want to make sure that we're not conflating two different arguments because that that just makes our our argument weaker. Um, so anyway, have a nice day. Well, what I was talking about uh, is whenever there's a mass shooting and you know twenty two people are killed or you know nineteen of them kids. A lot of people will bring up gun violence across the board and they'll say, well, that represents a very small number of gun violence deaths. Uh, This is kind of an NRA talking point. Like you'll hear on a lot of right-wing media, oh, they want to talk about Uvalde, but they don't want to talk about, and then they'll name Chicago or Baltimore or something. Yes. Uh, It is kind of a, a mind trick and... Their, their numbers aren't wrong, but statistics can be used in all sorts of different ways. But just keep in mind, if it ever comes up, do you know how many people die from gun violence each year and then they give you this number? Keep in mind, half of those are suicides. Okay, and you know what? The clarification really helps because I think it could have been heard the way that you said it, that you were almost minimizing gun no. violence at schools because you'd say, uh, oh, well, those are, like you said, right? It's such a small pr- uh, fraction. It's the, it's the suicides. That's that big... is definitely, and it's kind, of a, it's kind of an old switcheroo that they play on you. You're talking about uh, you know, somebody going into a school and killing a bunch of unarmed kids. And what they want to convince you is, well, that's nothing compared to the, you know, the gun violence in in Chicago or the gun violence across the country. Uh, just one thing to keep in mind when you're talking about those, and this was the point I was trying to make: gun violence deaths include suicides, and suicides account for half of all the gun violence deaths. Deaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like random shootings at parties, at gatherings, look, I, I don't want to come off as insensitive, but the reason that people are so freaked out by a school shooting is that it that's a place where shootings aren't aren't supposed to happen. Shootings aren't supposed to happen any place. Right. But you could always say, well, my kid wasn't at a block party right. at midnight, or my kid wasn't at, at a bar or at a right. Or my kid wasn't in a notoriously well-known high-crime neighborhood. You see what I mean? I'm not saying that those deaths are less tragic. I'm just saying it's something that's so out of your out of parents' control. So the latest in what uh, the caller was talking about is we've got at least ten Republican senators in the Senate. So this this is you know it's already passed the House. 
and it's a compromise. There's a lot missing that that the uh, Democrats wanted. There's not going to be raising a, the age for assault weapons. There's not going to be a ban on ARs. Right. That's not part of this package. There's some red flag. There's some mental cri- mental health crisis funding. Uh, I guess stricter background checks. There's another thing that I hear a lot. People say, oh, they do background checks. Yeah, they do. But are they, how tough are they? If How deep are in, they looking? In, in Uvalde, turned 18, he's old enough to go buy a rifle, uh, buy an IR, and he does. And he gets it. Uh, the shooting in Tulsa, the guy had gone and bought his AR the day before. He did the shooting. Let Do you me remember you there this. used to be like a cooling period? If you wanted to buy a gun, there was like a two-week two waiting, waiting period. period. That's there was an thing. episode of The Simpsons where Homer wanted to get his hands on a gun. And as he's going out, they tell him, it'll be two weeks. This is back in the 90s. And Homer says, but I'm mad now. <laughs> <laughs> my, my experience has been, you know, you fill out the paperwork. It asks you questions. Are, were you dishonorably discharged? Are you convicted felon? Have you ever been adjudicated as mentally ill? Okay, what Things about this? are basically left up to you to answer, and then they, they, do, they, you know, they type it in or whatever, and then you get your gun usually within 10 minutes. Do you think that, let's say, because if a lot of this is by people who have mental health problems, um, should mental health care providers be required to report things that wouldn't have been reported before. For example, psychiatrists have to report their patients if they believe their patient is about to commit a crime. But like suicidal ideation, they don't have to report that kind of stuff. Should counselors and mental health care providers now be required to say, well, look, my, I have a patient suicidal, uh, probably wouldn't be the best to ever sell him a gun. I mean, the result of that is if, if that were enacted people don't share that with their counselors anymore you know yeah i i mean how many of these cases would somebody have passed any kind of red like there was no red flag for the newtown shooter for the that kid had a lot of he looked i mean you're basing that on look at that picture of him you know he was obviously there was something wrong Crumbly, I mean that that kid Crumbly from this year, the Michigan shooter. I guess as long I mean, as they were red flags, they, they were a- asking his parents to take him out of school uh, that day. I mean, if there's no more red flags than the parents already being called into the principal's office. Well, I mean the the Uvalde shooter, eighteen years old. Uh, what was like? People said, "Oh, he had his problems," and. He was kind of loner. Right, but I don't know if any of that rises to the level of... Posting pictures of guns and tactical stuff on your page all the time. You'd be surprised how no, many I do. I have def- friends that are like that, yeah. Right? That they just love equipment. To, in my mind, if, if it's just like all of your pictures are of guns and you with your guns, to me that's a red flag, but I'm not the authority on it. Some people are just very enthusiastic about their guns. Yeah. Just because I don't get it doesn't mean that they're doing something that they deserve to have their, their property taken away from them or their guns. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just because I can't relate to it doesn't mean 
that they should have him confiscated. But I think, uh, you know, as long as there's not any real effort put into a background check, a lot of people are going to slip through the cracks. A lot. Oh, he's never done... Well, he's never done a mass shooting before, so... What are you going to red flag somebody for? Right. If they haven't committed a crime, they don't have a criminal record, they haven't made any specific threats, a lot of these t- a lot of these people didn't have any criminal record because they're so young, you know? How many of them are 18, 19, 20 years old? That was why a big part of this, which is not going to happen, was raising the age to buy an AR-15 to 21. They're not going to get any kind of bipartisan cooperation on that, so that was not even included in this latest package. Joanna, how old were you when you got your gun? I don't have a gun. <laughs> Buzz said he would take us out to sh- like teach us how to shoot. I didn't say I've that. I said shooting. that I don't want it. I have cousins with guns, so I've gone shooting, but I don't own one. Hmm. I would not. But I could if I wanted. You to. said you would take me out to the desert and show me how to nope. shoot. Wrong. <gasps> Let's go shooting. Because you don't seem to have enough respect, really, for the for the weapon. Really, I could you see you like trying to twirl it. it on your finger, trying Nico, to go, use it as a prop or goof. You gotta what, respect the gun. What, what scenario would give you that uh, even hint of that? That I wouldn't respect. Actually, we, I could see that. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you? Because I think you know the answer. Was it the time that Mark was here? Yeah, there? Okay. We had a friend in law enforcement who. Mark Vincent. Had, no, dude. Oh, you sorry. Don't say the name. I, I forgot. Jesus Christ. I forgot. Now I can't even tell the story anymore. Oh, yeah. the story. Somebody handed Nico a gun. It was like, <gasps> oh, look. And you twirled it on your I finger? did not twirl it. He was definitely I did like not pointing twirl it around. It. I was he not. Was, he was breaking Nicholas. the basic, basic rules of gun safety. He was just like. He, he was handling it like it was a toy. Is <gasps> we was not. I was not. You, I was not. you, you don't even know enough about it to know. You're exaggerating. You All right. <laughs> but you could be like, I will teach you. Uh, I could also teach you like how not to point a gun in the direction. So of why don't you do that? Anybody? <laughs> I could. I don't need a gun to do that. I All could. Right. I, you could have a plastic gun, and I could show you. No, that's not how you do it. Let's that's do that. I, or better yet, maybe just don't be a gun person. Why? But I don't think it's good for you. Why? I don't think it's on brand. For I was an, a sword on person. Brand? A sword person? That's right. I think you, you should stick, stick 2,000-year-old technology. <laughs> stick with your swords. Um, If your favorite coffee is on this list that I'm about Uh-oh. to tell you, the site Eat This, Not That. You've probably seen those books before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eat This, Not That. I love that would like you to know that you're a sucker <laughs> because they, <laughs> they posted a list of eight popular brands of coffee that use the lowest quality coffee bean you can find. Oh, snap. So it's he- not radio station coffee. Here's what they had to say. <laughs> All right. Euban. Euban had? They said that Euban (laughs) used to use quality coffee beans, but they don't use the same quality as they used to. So some of these started off as kind of like a premium coffee, and their standards have slipped. Green Mountain, Mm. uh, according to Eat This, Not That. I don't think I've even heard of that. They made good coffee until they got all corporate. corporate. Now they're the official coffee for Keurig machines, and they use... 
inferior blends. Mm. Maxwell House. Nope. They basically survive on name recognition now, according to the website. They use cheap beans that tend to be more bitter. What if you? What if there's some kind of coffee they don't use good beans, but that's what you like? You, you know just I mean? are accustomed to it. Yeah. Let people like what they like, right? I've, I've had, I've been drinking radio station coffee for so long. <laughs> I just I, all other coffee that sound, one is taste gross. terrible. Did you? So do you know the different types of coffee? Are the two beans that are mostly used? No, no. There's a there's a show about this guy who all he does is go to different places to find really good coffee beans. Uh, I think Arabic uh, Arabica is the really good kind, and Robusta is kind of like the half-assed. What other brands are on this? I want to know if mine is on there. All right, so Maxwell House, uh, they say not not good. No. Nescafe. No. According to Eat This, Not That, Nescafe has never been good. Interesting. Oh. But they did something to change the... They tweaked the ingredients a few years ago, which has made it even worse. Oh. <laughs> Folgers. Do you want to hear what they have to say about Folgers? Always. Yes. Not great, but decent. They're the best part about waking up. <laughs> the claim that it's mountain grown, though, is misleading. Coffee grown at high altitudes tends to be better... But mountain grown can also include sea level for some reason. Like the ways the the rules on how they can advertise, you can basically be at sea level. Yeah, the bottom. It's, it's the bottom of the mountain. Technically not wrong. So at the grocery store this week, I was trying to explain to my daughter why organic doesn't mean better. <laughs> and it was I was just not making any any progress. Oh no, she didn't. And did you still have to buy the organic one? Uh, no. <laughs> Wait, what sh- What did you want to get that was organic? We were looking at tomatoes. She goes, these are organic. And I said, you were that, like, doesn't, yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that it's... It means that it was made without pesticides. It means that it was made... Or without certain types that of pesticides. That doesn't even mean that. Like the rules... Certain about pesticides. What you can call, right, certain pesticides. That's the whole thing. Uh, Duncan Keurig Cups. Do you want to hear what the verdict is oh, on dang. that one? Yeah. It is not what they serve at Dunkin'. So if you like Dunkin' Donuts coffee, uh, this website says that it's actually good coffee. It's decent coffee. Same brand name, different beans, not the same quality that you're going to find at Dunkin'. McCafe at home. Same as Dunkin'. The stuff they serve at McDonald's is better. The stuff they sell you at home. McDonald's has good coffee. Do they? They do. I stayed away from it ever since that old lady burned her legs off. Oh. You ever heard that story? Yeah, 30 yeah. years ago. It was in 1995. Their coffee is really hot. Seattle? That's why it says real hot How on the- How do they get it so hot, though? Lava. How about Seattle's Best? Is it Seattle's Best? Well, Starbucks bought the brand in 2003. Seattle's now, worse now. Now it's their now their it's value. Downhill. It's their value <laughs> brand. I don't know. It doesn't say that it's specifically terrible or great it's the, or whatever. It's their Kirkland brand. <laughs> uh, I've got a really good endorsement for for whatever the co- whatever coffee they serve in the uh, or that you make for yourself. Nobody serves it to you in the break room. That's well. Beat this one. It's free. I've worked at places before where they have like a, a can, like a Folgers can. You're supposed to put money in it, like on the honor system. Oh, for drinking the coffee and stuff. Yeah, this is. 
I mean, nobody's ever said, hey, cut back or you're overdoing <laughs> it on the coffee or we need to chip in. As long as it's free, it's the best coffee in the world as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I think I just talked myself into a cup. I'm going to go down there and get my favorite coffee, free radio station coffee. <laughs>